Hello, this is Emmanuel Obonaya. We are still on the resurrection of the dead. And in our last conversation, we wrapped up where we're talking about the fact that it constituted the heart of the message that the apostles preached. You know, it's very important for us to realize that because in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 20, the scripture says that we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So what God is accomplishing in us, with us, and through us has to be consistent with what the apostles taught and practiced, what we see that God said by the Spirit of God through the prophets, and of course what we see patterned in Christ our Savior. So now we come to Acts chapter 24 and verse 15, where we see Paul the Apostle talking again about the resurrection from the dead as he preached to Felix the governor. In Acts chapter 26 and verse 6, and in Acts chapter 24, verse 21, when Paul stood before the Jewish council and also before Governor Felix to defend himself, Paul said that it was concerning the resurrection of the dead he was being called in question. That is, he was saying the reason for his arrest and interrogation, the reason why the Jewish leaders were always on his case, trying to trouble him wherever he went to preach and trying to get him behind the bars was because he believed and preached the resurrection of the dead. In other words, Paul knew that the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the benefits to us who believe in Christ today are what the enemies of the cross of Christ don't want told. And yet, that is the very heart of the gospel message and it is what we must always speak of because we've been called, we've been anointed to give a testimony that bears witness to the fact that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. If Paul didn't speak of Jesus' rising from the dead and that there would be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and of the unjust, to eternal reward or to eternal punishment, there would have been no enemies resisting the spread of the message he preached. Paul would have had no enemies that wanted to stop the preaching of the gospel. But then, if Paul held back those truths from the message he preached, he would have been preaching another gospel not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14, and also in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 17, we see Paul saying that if Christ did not rise from the dead, our preaching is useless, our faith is useless too, and we are still in our sins. So the resurrection is the game changer of the gospel message. Without the resurrection of the dead, it would be mere talk and sensual motivation. You see, today in our generation, and as always, many can agree that the spirit of man is eternal. That is, that the spirit of man will exist forever. They can even agree that the soul of a man, which is the seat of the mind, emotions, and will of a man, is eternal as well. You know, for example, in the story that Jesus told of the rich man and Lazarus, the rich man went to hell after he died and he was tormented in hell. We see clearly in that story that his soul was intact with his spirit there in hell. So generally, those who know that existence doesn't end here when a person leaves the body also know that the spirit and the soul are eternal. But what many of these persons have not yet realized, however, is that the bodies of men will someday come out of the graves and stand up again, never to die in that sense anymore. Look. Every human being that has ever lived on this earth will spend eternity in their physical bodies. The Bible does clearly show us that the human bodies of both the righteous and the unjust will be raised out of death, 
back to life and that these bodies will live eternally housing the spirit and the soul. Listen friends, all human bodies will live forever. Though for those of us who are born again, our bodies will not be this exact body the way it is now. The resurrected bodies of believers will have the ability to forever handle the glories of the presence of God without falling apart. You know, Paul speaks about the type of bodies that we will have when God raises us back to life. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from verse 42 to 44, I'm reading out of the King James Version. It says, So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. So we see four things from this passage we've just read about our new bodies. The Bible tells us that our new bodies that will be raised back to life with will be one, incorruptible, two, glorious, three, powerful, four, spiritual. Now, you might wonder what exactly these mean in real-life application. You do not need to look too far. Just look at Jesus' resurrected body. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2 says that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. God willing, we will pick it up from here in our next conversation.